0: Ta'alofa and welcome to the Fofola La Fala podcast. Here is where we weave together the stories of queer and trans Pacific Islanders from across Oceania. This is our sixth episode. And I'm holding so much gratitude in my heart for this journey, this continued journey together. If this is your first time here, welcome. And if you join us monthly, welcome back. I am your host Donato Fofosie. And for those of you who don't know, Fofola Lefala is a monthly podcast produced by Utopia Washington, with stories written by the wonderful and amazing and brilliant Marian Molina. Before we dive in, I have been thinking about wanting to deepen our relationship with our listeners. And i I think I have a way that I want to do that. <laughs> now, first, I just want to say off the cuff, I have not ran this idea. Through anyone else. <laughs> it literally just hit me and I was inspired to give it a try and would love some of your feedback after listening to today's uh, podcast, how you feel about it. But here's what I've been grappling with. I want to be able to feel more like I am having a conversation with you. ...as opposed to having a conversation to you. And here's what I mean by that. Fofola Le Fala is also, you know, a podcast that is adapted from our UtopiaWa.org blog. um, Also called Fofola Le Fala. So if you haven't seen it already, you know, we have the stories written out by the talented Mary Melena in blog post form. And initially when we were discussing wanting to adapt this into a podcast was primarily for accessibility reasons, right? And we know that there also exists technology that can adapt text to readers, you know, for those that need it. And that was the premise of, you know, The the birth of this idea of developing this podcast. But those who know me (laughs) on a personal level, and you can ask all my friends um, and everyone at Utopia, is I am someone that loves to get deep and personal. I believe in the depths of our relationships as a means to... Elevate our stories through that deep connectedness. And so here's what I want to try this month. Typically, I receive the text of the podcast and I practice through it and then I read it for for you and I think about, you know, ways to introduce it and an outro but I want to try reading it together, but also adapting it in a way that feels more conversational and less of just me reading to you, right? And so here's what what, what I mean by that. I haven't read it yet, <laughs> so I'm going to be reading it for the first time with you. I'm going to be experiencing the story with you together, <clears throat> excuse me, had to clear my cough, (laughs) so that we can share that experience. So whether, you know, you are driving to work, or driving from school pickup, or taking the time to do whatever, you know, in your daily lives, as you're listening to the story, we're unfolding it together, right? And experiencing it together. I, I might even, you know, go off text a bit, but I want you all to know that I'm going to be really intentional about keeping the framework of these stories as they're written and the interviews and the quotes, but I really want to try to lean into setting some of these scenes um, with like dates and and experiences, and you know, I might even have some some thoughts of my own um, that we can think about and, and share together. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how this is going to play out, right? Um, but I would be really interested to hear some of your feedback. DM us, um, you know, after this conversation. And let me know um, whether you think this works. And if you think, hey, Donato, go back to the way you used to do it before. We we prefer that way. <laughs> I'm open to feedback. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's what I've been thinking, and I'm really excited to get into this next story. Um, so it's now time to unfold your mat. This is Boss Lady, the story of Samoa's successful Fafafina businesswoman. All right, so we're going to journey back in time to the year 2009. When Oshima Laumatia was beginning to shop around the idea of starting a loan business to her nearest and dearest of friends, most of whom were hesitant on investing in something that, you know, offhand seemed either very doubtful or unsecure. When a close friend, Lani Yulio, reached out to Oshima about a coworker that had asked to borrow some money. And therefore, the idea was once again ignited, and both Oshima and Lani agreed to split the loan 50-50. And so that's where a story starts. <laughs> Soon. You know, by word of mouth, You know, many people, very (laughs) Fakakala, sharing the stories um, about, you know, these folks who are loaning out cash begin to spread around the islands. And so, therefore, Lima Festoswani, or Helping Hands, was born. And Oshima would become one of the few and is currently one of the most successful Fafafine business owners in American Samoa. So what's also important to note here is that in 2009 areas of the Pacific were impacted by a earthquake and tsunami and some of the areas that were affected were American Samoa, Samoa, Tonga, Fiji, the Cook Islands, New Zealand, French Polynesia. But the areas that were most impacted um, and some parts were even decimated were that of American Samoa, Samoa, and Tonga with, um, I believe it is, 189 fatalities. So I shared this so that you have a better understanding of what's also happening during this time, right? So let's let's move on. Let's get into Oshima's origin story. So Oshima, who is known more commonly as Shima, was born in Hawaii in 1975. And when she was just five years old, her parents relocated back to Samoa. Her mom having been from Apia, Samoa. And so in the early years of Shima's childhood, life was split and was back and forth between independent Samoa and American Samoa before eventually settling in Leone, American Samoa. Shima's dad was a carpenter and began a small construction business while her mom had handled all of the office paperwork. Now, starting your own business sometimes can be very tough and work sometimes didn't come as often, and so there were periods of struggle. Sheena's mom had worked odd jobs in between to make ends meet and put her and her younger sibling, Sean, through private school. It wasn't until about the fourth grade that Shima had realized that she's fafafing it. Kids began calling me names because I gravitated more to hanging out with the girls, she recalled. I didn't realize what Fafafinga was at the time, but I knew I was different. In high school, Shima attended the Marist Brothers School, an all boys private school. And although the bullying subsided, it also continued. By chance, there were three other Fafafina students who all found support in each other which helped Shima find her own identity. It's part of life in growing up, she said. I'm fortunate to have loving parents who accepted me as long as I kept my head in school, but also made sure I didn't get out of hand too far. They never made me feel unwanted or different for being who I am. At one point, Shima felt pressure from the people outside of her family that being Fafafina was never enough, never good enough, and was just unacceptable. Having kids or being married was something I knew I did not want, Shima said. In some ways, I felt I was disappointed. Or, In some ways, I felt I was disappointing them in that way because I won't be able to fulfill that for them. But that also motivated me more to become someone to make them proud. So... After attending Marist Brothers, Shima would enroll at the local American Samoa Community College, where she received a scholarship to continue her education at the University of Hawaii in Hilo, where she would graduate with her bachelor's in political science in 1998. So this means that she graduated with her degree at about 23 years old. So it wasn't until 2000 that she would move home and was hired as one of the original workers during the launch of the now very highly successful Blue Sky Communications. And would later become the collections manager for the government-owned communications authority, Azteca. Both occupations, however, did not relate to her college degree, but she took whatever job she could to support her family. And during her time with the phone companies, she must saw how many of the customers struggled financially. You know, most working class families in Samoa live paycheck to paycheck and are tied to family falavlave or cultural donation or gifting. It was through this that the idea to start a loan service business had come about. And Shima also knew that pitching the idea around would be difficult because there were many similar local businesses in the past that had failed. Despite this, she was determined to move ahead on her own when her friend Lani had stepped in and everything started to come to fruition. Alright, so here enters Lani, but before we get there, you know, earlier when I mentioned and kind of set the scene for what was happening, you know, in the area in 2009, I have no idea whether or not that is directly related to the story at all, Um, but you know, we're learning it together, so I'm interested to see more of how this is going to unfold. Now, Lani and Shima, they had attended... UH or University of Hawaii together. And both had returned after earning their degrees to care for their parents. And together, they had become this powerful dynamic duo behind Lima Suani. The business initially operated out of their homes. And Shima would take the calls herself and deliver the money on the way home from work. And soon, word got around. And it reached a point where she began to receive a constant flow of calls from folks needing and asking for loans. So with the rapid growth, they both knew it was time to open a place of operations. Now securing a loan, however, felt impossible. Shima had eventually borrowed money from their dad's construction company to help launch their business. And then in less than a year, they opened their first office space with one chair, a desk, a filing cabinet, a phone line, and hired a single customer service representative. Within just five years, Lima Fisoswani grew to open two more locations around the island. And both Shima and Lani left their full-time jobs to fully commit to the business. Wow. (laughs) Though successful, it also came with its challenges. Now, loan services are notorious for customers who are unable to pay back their debts. So, Marin asked how Shima dealt with these situations. It's very costly to take it to the courts, she said. So we have no other choices than to print the names on the local paper. And it always works out for us. But there are very few of them, you know. Which is fine as well because it helped us weed out the bad apples. <laughs> Some who owed us years back eventually do come back. But we say thank you for opening Our eyes, but we are sorry you don't qualify anymore because you already burned that bridge. So with her success, Shima was able to accomplish her dream of buying her parents a home and gifting them both cars as well. How did that make you feel? I asked. Just being able to provide for what we never had was fulfilling, she said. When I graduated college, there was never any other option for me. What I wanted in life didn't matter because my plan was always to return home and take care of my mom and my dad. My parents are very someone; They are not really the kind of folks to show affection. It's all tough love. I know they really do love me and are proud of me because I'll hear it from my relatives, but they will never say it. But I'm glad that they are that way because I wouldn't be the person I am today. Fascinated by how educated and successful she is, I wonder what a woman like Shima has not accomplished yet. So, curiously, I asked... Are you in a romantic relationship? Not at the moment, she said. Not that I'm not looking, but relationships are difficult for women like us. Especially in today's technological world, I've had my share in the past. (laughs) Perhaps when the right one comes along, I'll be ready. What advice would you give to young Fafafine hoping to succeed in the business world? If you have a dream, go for it. If it doesn't hurt anyone, just go for it. It doesn't matter who you are, but if you believe in yourself, you'll achieve anything you wish for in life and don't let anyone tell you that you can't. Just do it. And that is the story of Samoa's most successful Fafafine businesswoman, the boss lady, Oshima Laumatia. Now, I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are. I also want to commend Shima for sharing her wonderful story with all of us. It truly is a gift to be able to help people throughout hardship. And that was the inspiration of you know that I feel that started Lima Suwani, which has become, you know, very successful business for Shima and Lani for more than a decade, right? Um, And it's wonderful to see a Fafafine woman building such an amazing legacy for herself while also being in the business of helping other people. You know, reading this story and experiencing it with you you know, I'm connecting a lot of the narratives from, you know, our previous stories. When we think about Tomasina and, you know, Shiki and Diedrich and others, the deep love for caring for others, but also that of our parents, right, I think is something that makes Fafafine people just truly special and magical, also that despite adversity, right, and outside voices and forces that might be telling you a narrative that you might not be good enough to achieve what you want to achieve um, and, and overcome what might, you know, seem and look impossible at such a young age that when you surround yourself with people that love you and affirm you and uplift you and support you, that the sky's the limit, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm curious what folks um, might have to say about the story, please. You know, we want to hear your love and appreciation as well for Shima and... I'm also curious to hear what your thoughts are, you know, about the way in which um, we unfolded the mat today. <laughs> if you have any feedback for me um, or other ways that you want to deepen our relationship together here on the Fufola Le Fala podcast, I'd love to hear it. Or any particular stories of interest or people that you think that You know, we need to shine the light on. Let us know. All right, y'all. If you haven't already done so, like and subscribe, share. (laughs) Until next time, it is now time to fold your mat.